Welcome to another exciting edition of Chiropractic United for June 6, 2012. This podcast is brought to you by Chiropractic Biophysics. For more information on CBP technique, please browse to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred Dinamenico of Elite Coaching to see how he can bring your practice to new heights. Browse to EliteCoachingLLC.com. And finally, by my company, PostureCo. We make that posture app known as Posture Screen Mobile as well as the X-ray analysis software known as Posture Ray. For more information, browse to PostureAnalysis.com. All right, Dr. Fred, take it away. Okay, welcome everybody out there in podcast land. This is Dr. Fred DiDomenico with Elite Coaching on Kyrie United. It is June 6th, Wednesday night, and we have Joe Farentelli joining us, our co-founder from Posture Co., Dr. Deed Harrison, the CBP, who isn't with us tonight. But uh, Kyrie, Kyrie United is a, an online video training that, that and these podcasts teach purpose, research, uh, politics, everything that's going on in chiropractic. You want to stay up on the profession, get fired up. Uh, stay with the principle of chiropractic and take that into your passion and purpose, then stay on these podcasts. Tonight we have an amazing guest who I've recently had the privilege of building a relationship with. Joe, you've known here's Dr. Chris Zeno. Yes. And just a brief note, Chris is um, getting to know you, Chris. Not only do you have one of the largest practices in the history of chiropractic, that, that's not even your greatest achievement. Your greatest achievement is just who you are, just a motivator, purpose-driven, principled. And the thing that I respect about you most, Chris, is the fact that you live, breathe, and um, move everything that you speak, your, your core purpose and uh, ethics and morals are in every cell of your body. So I appreciate that about you, and we're honored to have you tonight. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Welcome. Cool. So you guys have a little bit of history. If you want to share the uh, maybe the humble beginnings of meeting, that might be kind of funny for some people. Yeah. Well, Chris, I'll, I'll let you go ahead from what you remember. Yeah, 17 years ago, in uh, 94, 95, I went to Florida State University. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, that was my, the, the beginning stages of, of uh, my bodybuilding career. And uh, Joe Farantelli was one of the uh, top personal trainers there at the Bobby Leach Center getting his exercise phys degree, right? Was it exercise phys, well, I, It was uh, biology, but I was there uh, contemplating on doing exercise phys at the same time. But what a whirlwind it's been. So, yeah. Yeah, so I know, I know Joe as, you know, I know Joe as the, the Ox-Strong forklift uh, <laughs> you know, titanium bands for tendons. Uh, he won, he actually, if you guys don't know, he won Mr. FSU. And uh, he beat out Sham. Yeah, Sham. Yeah. So Joe was the underdog, but it was like the Rocky story once again as he he uh, he overthrew the uh, the guy uh, the the lead guy. So it was uh, pretty inspiring, and and it was just amazing that here, 17 years later, small world it is that we're uh, we're we're fighting a much bigger battle than weights. It's saving lives. So yeah, yeah, and corrective chiropractic at the same time. Yeah, I I I think back to that and I'm like wow I mean just think of how small the world really is that you know I planned on going to chiropractic school and you know it wasn't even in your realm from what I believe back then was it yeah no I was not uh, it's not that I didn't know anything about chiropractic it just probably wasn't one of the best decisions I would have made back then because I didn't know truly what it was about and you know I was raised in a very medical model 
you know, it just uh, through my own personal testimony, I was able to, uh, you know, it really, it really changed me to find, finding this profession. Well, why don't you tell that story, Chris, of how you found chiropractic? Sure. So, uh, so here I'm competing. I won uh, Mr. America in 1998. So I was 21. And by uh, 25, you know, I met my wife, Whitney, and everything's great, about 230 pounds. And my, my character was based off the bodybuilding. You know, I was, uh, you know, I thought I looked good. I was paid to look a certain way. So my thoughts of being healthy, I was healthy because my health was based off body fat percentage and not uh, what true health was. So then all of a sudden, after one, uh, Whitney and I's date night, I started going to the bathroom a lot. It was, I thought it was just whatever, no big deal. A month later, I'm bleeding every time I go to the bathroom. Two months later, I dropped from 230 to 179, and now there's a problem. So we go to the, uh, the emergency room. They diagnosed me with ulcerative colitis. And so that's an autoimmune disease where they said you'd be on drugs forever. You'll have it forever. It's incurable, and you'll probably need surgery. So they start putting me on the prednisone and everything to shut down your immune system, and it wasn't working. So then we ended up in Dallas, Texas, Baylor Medical in Dallas, because they were the best in the country for digestive disease. And they said they took me off prednisone to put me on a low dose of chemo. I was put on interferon for, and uh, they put Hep C patients on, Remicade, and they put me on organ injection meds just to shut down the immune system again so my own body wouldn't attack the colon, and nothing worked. So in four and a half months, I got all the way down from 230 to 158, but I was just blue. I was being emaciated, and the only option was they had to go in. They said, listen, we're going to go in. We're going to remove your colon. You have a colostomy bag. And so that sucks. So just think, in four and a half months, five months, my entire character of the person who I was that I based myself off of was totally stripped. So it was just not physically exhausting. It was just everything I based my sole purpose and character off of was gone. And... Um, so I talked to the support group, you know, and the, and the support group told me not to do it. They're, they're sterile. They're having infections. Their bags are breaking. They're still on medications. They're having flare-ups. So the only option was not a good one. And these doctors are great people. They did the best they could. And so they said, listen, if you don't do this, you're going to die. And so then I went back home to Sarasota, Florida, where my mom's at. I was just talking to her. And, and one of my, uh, my coaches, my anatomy coaches and uh, teachers from school said, listen, you know, you're wearing a mask everywhere you go. You're running the bathroom every five minutes. You know, you, this, this is not working. you got to go see my doctor. He's a corrective care chiropractor. And at that point, it was very tough for me because I went to the best in the country. You know, you never know, ever hear people say, oh, I don't worry, my doctor's the best. Well, I went to the best in the country. I had, you know, there was, there was no, you know, there's, that was it. That option was the option, no option. And he says, no, they're not finding your cause. So this guy was a warrior. And so... He brought me over to, to Dr. Roger Romano's office, and he was doing CBP at the time, yep. you know, back, back in the day. You know, it just, you know, and uh, so he just, but, but the most important thing is no one ever set me down, took my x-rays. No one set me down, educated me in the principle of how the body works, and he really helped me answer the why. You know, I never, I, we were trying, you know, there was no why answered in the hospital. They were like, it just is, just, we're just trying to cover the symptoms. So he answered the why. So what, when I went back and I looked at my x-rays, I had a massive 20-degree 20, uh, 20 you know, con- convexity scoliosis to, to the left side of my spine and my lower back, and I never knew it, Joe. So here, yeah. you know, when I knew you 17 years yeah. ago, I was subluxated, yep. you know, but no one told me. No yep. one told me. So here I'm squatting, deadlifting, whatever. I'm subluxated. I'm lifting on a subluxated spine and destroying it. So here, finally, the disease process kicks in, and then we started corrective care. And uh, so I went through corrective care. 
We started just a month later, nothing happens. You know, I, I'm just stabilized. Nothing's going on. Still bleeding. Two months later, gain a couple pounds. I'm just, I'm, and the cool thing about what we do is no matter how skeptical I am or whatever, or, you know, there's, you know, laws don't care about my skeptical mind. A law is a law. And uh, by seven months, I was off drugs for all the drugs for seven months. I was clean from those drugs. I was up about 30 pounds and I was moved away from the sickness and the disease and the anxiety and the depression and the sterility and the what's going to happen in the future. And am I going to live? Am I going to die? And that was all traded in for health and life and hope and the future. And, and not absolutely the, the sole purpose I really was created to live. And, you know, and, and today it's, it's just not for me. You know, my biggest test became my biggest testimony for every single man, woman and child out there that does not know about taking care of their spine. And that's the key to, to life and health itself, and uh, that's my mission. And you know, today I have, uh, I have a, you know, I, I have a hot wife. I get to take care of her. She's not taking care of me. I have a beautiful son, Justice. He's five. I got another one on the way that never would have been here. So people don't understand. Like it changes history. It's like the Christmas story. It's like the, the yeah. that that uh, the Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge story. I mean, it changed history. Um, I get to team up with the the most powerful chiropractors and, and world changers in the world now, saving, you know, thousands of people's lives and through what I do, other doctors, you know, millions. And, uh, you know, I get to lay hands on people every single day and seeing their lives change. So, you know, I get to lay, you know, lay my head down at night knowing that, you know, I, I'm on this planet for a very specific purpose, and that's just to change the mindsets and uh, lives of people, you know, through corrective chiropractic care. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, we were talking before we got going about. I remember back in those days too. I remember you talking about some, you know, something's not right. I just don't feel good today, you know. And I, I remember you talking about. But you know, we were kids. We didn't think about anything back then, except for, you know, what can we bench? What can we squat? You know, did I do enough cardio today? That type of stuff. And you know, it, it's amazing on how we come full circle and we're affecting countless millions now through. What, we, what it is that we do. So you got such an inspirational story. Fred, what do you want to add there? Well, I also think, you know, that's what Chiropractic Unite is about and CBP. And, you know, as chiropractic is so powerful. You know, and we all talk to doctors all the time. And what always amazes me is when you can tell a doctor's got a challenge with a principal. And you say, you know, have you ever seen organ problems get better? And they're like, yeah, a little. But, you know, I think that's the difference from corrective care. You know, Chris, if you would have gone and adjusted, was it the fact that you got your spine fixed? You know, what's that as a variable in your healing? You know, and that's the difference. When doctors truly get into spinal correction, people, as, as miraculous as chiropractic is, spinal correction takes it to a, a whole nother level of miraculous. And would you still be this person here today if Roger didn't use CBP. Yeah. You know, I remember Fred, you know, and Joe, I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, he would, he would just do one side, you know, one side of the spine. I tell him, is that it? Can you do the other side? And he'd be like, no, you know, so, you know, he really taught me and he took me down. He took the time to tell me about mirror image and the exercises. And it's something that, uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it's looking back in hindsight, it scares me to think, if it went a different way, you know, I wouldn't have lost the value as a person. I could have been in a wheelchair now. I still am a valuable person, but I mean, there's so many different factors that had to be just right for this, for this, uh, this, uh, miracle to take place, you know? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think, like I said, just to reiterate, you know, that passion runs so deep. I didn't have, well, I had a different experience than yours. I didn't 
have that, obviously, that experience. But I know with myself, corrective care is the difference, man. You know, I, in our Chicago seminar, we just came back from the elite seminar. You know, I told the story, the whole reason that we have elite has that whole regain youth vitality. Spinal correction is anti-aging was because I had discs, degenerative discs in my early 30s. I mean, I didn't have the same organ problems, but I, I would be disabled right now with multiple back surgeries if it wasn't for correction. And I did traditional chiropractic. I mean, I was a Gonstead adjuster. I scoped people every visit, but that couldn't get me to where spinal correction got me. You know what I mean? Like, that is the difference. And you, And just to go on even more... You know, it's like you see people that do traditional chiropractic and they experience miracles. And I almost have compassion for them to, they're not experiencing the same life-saving miracles like with you, Chris, the same amount that it would be if they made curve changes. Yeah, I did like it's predictable. Yeah. You know, I know when you get on the table, if that person is taking responsibility over their health, and, do, and doing what we require and recommend them, they will get well. You know, it's predictable. It's not a fluke. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. I, you know, I always talk about docs, and I, I know we're not going to do a whole CBP rant here, but, you know, I when I'm talking, because, you know, Deed and I and Fred, we're, we're just like you. We're on the road every weekend somewhere else, and I don't even know what, you know, uh, airport I'm flying to half the time. But when we meet doctors and they're new to CBP, they'll say, well, I get corrections. And they always remember the one correction that they had, you know. But when, when you do real structural rehab, as you know, it's you're surprised not when you get a correction, but when you don't get a correction is what surprises you. If the person has been true to doing what they said they were doing and if they're doing all the in-office things that they're supposed to be doing, you know, the role is reversed. You're surprised if you don't get a correction, what's going on? You know, because uh, the chiropractic, if you will, it never fails. And as long as you're doing the right things for the patients, those subluxations will get better and corrected over time. Um, and that's what drew me uh, to CBP. But talk a little bit about, if you don't mind, how did you, what was the next step for you? Like, did, you know, because you weren't going down this path through chiropractic. So what were you planning on doing before you were going to go to chiropractic school and then your, your change in purpose? Well, Joe, you know, I got my degree in exercise phys and went up getting at UCF. And, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to work out. So I wanted to be able to work out, train people, and, and do that, and, uh, or maybe do physical education. And so during this time and all this happened, you know, that was the, the guiding light, that, that switch. Because I remember I was in the gym training people going, am, and when I'm going to be 40, am I going to just be, you know, just listen to people's complaints, counting reps, or, you know, I can do something bigger. I remember I was on a treadmill one day, and I, and I made that decision. I hit the stop button. I said, I'm changing my life right now. And that's when uh, I made the, uh, the decision, I'm going to go all out into chiropractic. And if I, if I just put the effort I put into bodybuilding or when I played the piano or anything, you know, I, 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 could, I knew I would do well. But I certainly didn't have the certainty I had now. You know, I went to school, and school taught me nine techniques, but that there was no CBP. There was no corrective care. They just went through the techniques. And so all this stuff, Joe and, and yeah. Dr. Fred, I had to learn outside of school. It was, it was, uh, but the great thing is from being at Dr. Rogers office, I had a, I had a kind of a, a very clear cut goal on the type of office I wanted to run. Mm -hmm. So going through school, I was able to keep focused on that and just kind of jump through the hoops that were necessary. But I always knew, you know, I was able to keep focused on uh, the, the type of office I wanted to run. So then after school, 
uh, or during school, I went around to the, the top corrective care clinics, you know, around, and I just, you know, just, you know, success, success breeds success, you know, I'm coachable, and I just visited with my wife, we traveled the country, and uh, everybody was gracious and helping, and we were able to then open up, uh, I graduated uh, September 2005, I opened up October 2005, and we never, uh, I never, uh, we were never in the red at all, and so was, uh, that was uh, back in October 2005, so this October will be seven years, and uh, we, uh, we rocked it, and then the more miracles I saw, and the predictable results I was able to see, then uh, my certainty level went through the roof, and that certainty, when I'm making an adjustment with certainty, that's uh, that's a whole. Dr. Fred could talk more about that. That's a whole different level of healing. Yeah, absolutely. In, a, in quite a short time too. When you know the podcast listeners out there, they might not know you yet. You don't just see you know ten people a day. Uh, you, you you have quite a busy practice, um, and uh, you know with your passion, it's quite obvious on how that that's infectious, so to speak, um, and inspiring to patients. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Fred, do you want to ask uh, Dr. Chris anything? Well, yeah. I mean, one thing, and we we recently spent more time together. You know, um, it was funny. I said this in Chicago. You know, Chris called me up a few years ago. Goes, yeah, I want to join Elite because your insurance program. And it was like ten words or less. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, okay. Well, you know, we have lots of other stuff. Like, we actually have good communication. You know, and I sent him all this stuff. No, nope, no, nope, just one insurance. Bye. And, uh, and then I never really talked to him. I mean, he sent me a check, and then I never talked, but I heard through another coaching group about what you were doing, and I'm like, you know, that's cool, whatever. It's all good, man. And then uh, we finally got to meet, come together. You know, as it turns out, uh, you know, spirits that are supposed to be together always end up, always end up working together. But uh, one thing you notice, not only, obviously, you had a life-changing experience, but when you're convicted, like you see, Chris, you don't have to say a lot. It's in your eyes. It's in your eyes and, and also from your experience that a subluxated spine and posture is a life or death decision. And, and when people have challenges getting patients to the workshop or, you know, can't get people out of pain, one of the things that I always say is, number one, minimally – a subluxated posture to a patient should mean health or disease. Optimally, it's life or death. And you had that experience, life or death decision. So your your focus is so is is laser beam. So why don't you, you know, talk talk to us about that conviction and what you feel inside that makes you see over two thousand people a week. Um when you know, I really don't even think it's my story or my own testimony that keeps me going. It's kind of just like that patient in your office that gets amazing results and they they forgot where they came from and quit. It's like their brain forgets where they came from. So um, I, I just think it's it's just the the constant. I'm I'm constantly training and focused on. It's going back to that. I know that I was like I, I was called for this. You know, I know that this is there's no uh, this is not a job that I just check in in the morning, and then when I'm off, I'm a different person. It's like, I know this is my job, in and out. You know, right now, I'm a chiropractor. When I go to work, I'm like, that's who I am. And uh, it, so it's, it's my being. And so through that, I want to be the best I can. So I'm always training. I'm always listening to audios. 
And so the audio, so I listen or train every single day, and it's mainly by audio. So I'll listen to your stuff, Dr. Fred, or Sigafoos, or Reggie Gold, whatever. I'm always listening to something, and I'm getting one or two bits of stuff that's convicting me, and it's just resetting my purpose every single day. So if I'm resetting purpose every single day, I don't need... I don't need to go to one seminar to hype me up for two weeks. You know, the thing is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that seminar experience every single day because I'm telling you, you know, and then if I can stay focused and I go into that work, I'm recharged, I'm focused. So it's really what I do outside the office in my preparation that gets me ready to be on purpose in the office. So I'm always, you know, I, I constantly have to, you know, I take two, three days off of listening or doing my reading. You know, I'm, I'm watering it down, too. Subluxation could be a disease process. You know, I mean, I started using those watered-down words, so that's why I, I realized every single day when I'm working out or, or, you know, in the car, I'm listening to on-purpose principal chiropractic talk or tick so that I could go in the office and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm laser beam focused. And that's how you stay focused is totally being submerged in it and not uh, waiting for four seminars. You know, like I love how you have 12 seminars, you know, 12 times of seminars you know, that's, uh, that, that's the minimum. That's only 12 times a year. It's something we need to be training on daily. Well, there's no question. Habits build character. Yeah. So like you said, you know, you had, you had the habits and you had to apply the, uh, just the, then it's just a matter of application. You know, that's what you said in the beginning. If you took the discipline, you had to become Mr. America. And I didn't even know you played the piano, but I'm sure with that, with that, attitude and perspective i'm sure you're great your son plays now right he actually performs in public <laughs> I, saw yes, that, awesome. I saw that facebook entry <laughs> he's awesome and yeah. Yeah, Dr. Fred, yeah Dr. Fred, i really think that was a thing it's not really a discipline thing it's that one bit it's that like you know how we were talking about i don't bring notes to the same i just it's that one thing that it convicts me that if i could do that one thing different and i go back you know that, that that'll change that'll change everything that'll change someone's life and so it just doesn't take much to just throw something in your MP3 player or in the car. And I, I hear one thing that I'm looking for that convicted feeling because it humbles me right out. Like I'll hear something and be like, wow, I was off. You know, my, my, where was my head at? I was thinking on, on the wrong intent. Yeah, this is where I need to be. So it's every single day I'm catching myself thinking that if I didn't listen to that or read this, I would have went in with a totally different mindset or, or with bad intention. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so after all that, man, now now you're in this. You you've built one of the largest practices in the history of chiropractic. I mean, you know, you, you've shared that your vision board is a picture of uh, BJ's clinic where they saw three thousand a day. So it seems like at that, you know, when when you look at that, everything is perspective because you know, hey, man, maybe at twenty six hundred a week, you know, other people look at you like the king, and you say, you know, hey, man, I, I almost feel like the Joker when. Somebody was doing three thousand a day. Yeah. So I think that's all perspective. But um, you know, through that practice, now you, you've gained, you've coached doctors, you, you you've spoken on stages. So you're a phenomenal leader, and now you feel your purpose is growing, pa not past practice, but in addition to practice. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, just sitting here. So, Doctor Fred, let's say I did see six thousand a week. I'm still not making a dent in the town, and that's the and that's the sad reality of it. So it's, you know, people are there's the people are there because they're they want you know I'm I'm leading them you know and but but even uh, I'm not going to be able to make a dent in Houston. I'm just when I see that picture of three thousand a day back in the in the twenties, 
and you know chiropractic should have been you know light years ahead of what it should have been by now so that should be the norm we should have you know hospitals of corrective not a hospital let's make a better name for it but something where there's 10,000 people a day going to just major billion dollar centers of corrective care and getting well and that just didn't happen so what has to change you know if we're, you know something has to change so i realized that it wasn't uh, the ego of that totally disappeared and the humility came and going wow as, as good as the number might be you know, I'm not really making a dent in my town. I am helping change people's lives, but I don't think, you know, I think there's something bigger and better. So now, now it's switched into, you know, making disciples out of patients, teaching them how to teach the principle and, and go out there and helping people. But then it's doctors, you know, for each doctor, each, each doctor could help more people. Then, uh, then we can, we, we got to make it, you know, we got to, in my lifetime, I want to see something change. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to play a part in that. And so I've been doing, whether it be, you know, it's webinars like this or talking on stages or I even do, you know, I do personal, uh, you know, I have people actually come out to my house because with the chiropractors, I feel they're, they're great. And I'm telling you, this, most, of, most of you listen to the podcast, if you heard me talk, you'd be like, I mean, you're probably more polished than I am speaking. It's not, it's, I'm not the most polished person, but you, you say the right scripts, you do the right things, but there's this. There's this, there's this block in your head, a mindset block. I don't know what it is, like a, whether there's incongruency in your life. So I had started having doctors come out and stay with me for like a day and a half. We call it the Zeno experience. And they just see, you know, this is, this is, you know, I, I want, this is leading a congruent life in order to make a difference in your town and if not the planet. And that through that experience, it's not that they go and they find out how to do a better day one or report. They go in there and they'd be like, you know what? You know, I need a, you know, maybe I need to pay more attention to my relationship with my wife, or maybe I need to actually get up and work my butt off a little bit harder. So each person finds that that place or that area that they 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 that they're exposed, the lights exposed on it, and uh, you know they have a mental shift, a brain shift, and from there then they have a new platform to uh, take it as far as they want. So we we've kind of been doing that. We got a book now coming out soon, probably by September. It's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the chiropractic principles, you know, and not into a how book, but more of a story form, just so people could take more advantage of the, you know, and see how health is their biggest priority. Dr. Fred, you and I, you know, we're going to meet up this weekend and go over some of the most common, you know, misconceptions that patients and doctors may have. You know, we just want to be able to help doctors totally have freedom because right now, if they're not expressing their sole purpose to, to the development God created to be, they're in bondage somewhere. We want to set them free. And so when they can be set free, get predictable results, Joe Farentelli knows that that disc is going to rehydrate. Yep. No question. No question. So the thing is like, man, I mean, what would that be? Like, oh, man, imagine going to your office, everybody listening to this right now, and you know you're getting predictable communication, like Dr. Fred's communication. What do you Like, I, if you go, you're, I mean, it's game over. A person walks in your office, you know without a shadow of a doubt you can be the leader that you're created to be and lead that person to take responsibility of the most important asset, which is their health. So, uh, yeah, that's where it's coming from. Wow. Well, and you've kind of coined the phrase thought leadership. Yeah. Which is uh, really that's what you're about. You know, Chris, we've talked about this and you've been very clear. Hey, man, I don't want to coach people. Like you said, you want to help them in, in that experience, at least expose them to a life and a the thoughts of um, you know have the thoughts and inspiration of a leader. So why don't you just kind of 
I know I know you probably already touched on it, but if you have a few words on the your thought leadership principle, if you haven't covered that already. Yeah, thought leadership, that's what it was. It was even for patients and doctors. You know, it wasn't the how, it was the why. You know, their thoughts are going in the wrong direction. You know, if it's a patient, they're they're their greatest asset, whether they want to tell you or not, is their money or some materialistic thing. That's because look, they they work for money. They uh, they get worried when their money is down. They, so so money becomes this god, and at the end of their life, it's really their health, which is their greatest asset. So let's change the thoughts. Let's let's take them from scarcity to abundance because they're they're saving all this money for what? So they can pay for their medical bills, or so they because they're not going to retire a wonderful life if they're subluxated and their health's uh, crashing down. Chiropractors. They are not. They are not stepchildren of medicine. They're not, uh, you know, the, uh, the 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 secondhand doctor that couldn't go to medical school. That's that's not. Sometimes that's a weird. You know, they're they're not a. Oh, you're a. Oh, oh you're a chiropractor, not a doctor. Not. I mean, these chiros get nailed. And so the thing is, we you know we're not to be medical doctors. That's that's not our philosophy. We wouldn't want to be. And so if we could just change the thought patterns and think that I'm a world changer, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a healer, you know, I'm, I'm going to go in there. I have intent that when you walk in my office, I'm going to lead you down the path. If you choose to take responsibility, that's going to change your history and your biography, not for you, but for your children and then generations to come. And so it's all about the thought. You know, we want people well. Why? We want them to have corrected spines. Why? So they can live out the gifts and the purposes they've been created to, to do on this planet. Like, Dr. Fred, you talk, your 15, 30-year goals. That's why we want you well. Not so you have a, a beautiful curve in your spine, you know, from the side view. You know, what's that mean? What's, the, what's, that, what's that curve in the neck mean? That means freedom. That means well, you're not bankrupt when you're 50. That means you're, you get to live an extra you know, 15, possibly 20 years of quality life where you could, my, you could see grandchildren. You know, my dad died when I was 21 when my dad died. And, uh, you know, if I had six more years, if someone, and man, I saw his x-rays, you know, when I knew this, if someone corrected his spine, even a couple degrees, and I got six more years, he would have met Whitney, my wife, he would have saw me graduate as a doctor, and he would, he would have met my son. Yeah. And you know what? That would have meant a lot to him. And you know what? It would have meant a lot to me to see him for those six years. And so that, so that, so Dr. Fred, Joe, that's what I, I yeah. go in. That's the thought process I have. I'm not in there, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm not there with this te- technical mindset. I'm there that, you know, like, it's life or death. And I know that your spine is the key to this. And if you don't do something about it or understand it. So when I step in front of somebody, I have the urgency and I'm nervous because I know if I don't get this message across to them, that may be the only time I ever see that person. And that person might tell someone, I tried chiropractic, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Wow, it's, it means it's not, not for you. So I know that that's why, Dr. Fred, when we educate our patients, that it's so critical, our communication, because we, I, honestly, we have one shot at it. We're not selling cars. Great, go down the road, get a different car. We're actually, we're actually in the moment of presence to be able to change that person's history. And so that's the pressure I feel you know, uh, on that. Well, and you can tell that's why you have a big practice, Chris. I mean, you can, you know, you can hear you banging on your desk, you know, I'm sure, you know, probably in a report of findings, you might be punching the dang thing, but, uh, you know, with all that passion and, you know, it's like you can, you can hear, you even have that harnessed and, uh, that's why, that's why you're such a great inspiration. And on that note, as you're going through that, you know, Joe, that's why there's a chiropractic united podcast that's why you gave up practice that's why i gave up practice because we love corrective care and that's one thing 
about being a corrective care doctor is you see so many people get absorbed in the mechanics when it's not the mechanics. I mean, yeah. Chris, you're a corrective care doc. It's yeah. not the freaking mechanics. That's the easy part. That's the easy part, man. Yeah. It's the, like you say, Chris, it's the generations. It's not the person standing in front of you. It's everybody in their circle of influence. If someone that they know dies, that's our responsibility because we had an opportunity with one. And that perspective is what makes a big practice. And I know that's the way you think, Joe. It's obvious that's the way you think, Chris. Yeah. And I know it's the way you think too, Joe. That's why you had a great practice. Yeah, I tell you what. I mean, it's you know we all get to the point, and it's just like what what is there more? I mean, you know, just seeing and and seeing that you're inspiring people that are going to go back and contact those people if they're seeing 50 people a day, 100 people a day, any of those volumes. I mean, you are so far reaching everything that you do with that contact of the the person, you know, and that's what gets me, you know, excited to go out and do that because we are doing chiropractic such a great service to, you know, get those doctors to, to understand that this is all possible and to, to help the, the world become subluxation free. I know a lot of people say, oh, that's just all talk. But I tell you what, when it comes down to it, that's what drives us. You know, that's what drive, that's what, you know, drove me to do what I'm doing now. And I just, uh, fortunately, I, uh, you know, sold my practice to a lifelong friend of mine um, who was my early chiropractic mentor. And, you know, things fall in place for a reason and I love it. And I know Chris, you love it. And the more you're, you're doing this too. And I know Fred, that's why you're doing what you're doing. You know, it's, it's touching the lives of so many people that we would have never been able to, you know, in Newport Ritchie, Florida here, I, I would have never been able to interact with thousands and thousands and thousands of people if I was just in, you know, my own little office and affecting, you know, what a 25 mile radius on average, you know? So it a lot's to be said about that. Well, you know, you know, as you're sitting there talking, Joe, it's like at some point your purpose, you know, your purpose grew past what you're doing. And, you know, everybody out there thinks they love chiropractic. You know, everybody out there thinks they love their patients. And then you look at somebody that's got a big practice, you know, and you see the responsibility level. And and that's really is what's the difference in the in the level of love really what it is and i think you you probably attest to this chris give a testimony on this you know everybody loves chiropractic but it's those people that absolutely are driven by a love like it's the difference between human love and god's love you know what i mean like someone that sees sees volume there's a love there that is so much bigger now there's also a lot of volume people that that don't correct the spine. But if you're a corrective care doctor, it's really what I always say, the size of your practice is proportional to your ability to just love more people on a deeper level. And you're already taking responsibility, so we deserve to have the biggest, most successful practices. And not everybody may have the goal in numbers, but when your love is that great, you you can't help but draw people in like a universal magnet. And so people that struggle in practice, the first thing you got to do is just love it on a higher level with more responsibility. And then find systems that resonate with you that help you handle the flow. You know, one of the things I always say is your spirit builds the practice and your systems handle the flow. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, so, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I mean, because I can tell you right now, it's when you talk about the, the term love, it's, you know, God's love, it's an unconditional. I think that's the term unconditional. So we got to love the patients. You know, we, we just shouldn't love the patients that pay in full. You know what I'm saying? Or the, the patient who signs up for care and the one who didn't, we don't love them. See, it's, we got to love them and accept them no, no matter what, how they look, how they feel, what they think. It's we accept all people. But and part of the love thing is doing it even when you don't, you know, that, that's the love thing. My flesh doesn't want to trust me. You know, I'm so there's a, you know, I could, you know, it's just, it's driven that I, you got to put yourself to the side. Some days I got to go to the hospital to adjust someone or so-and-so when I could be at home and chilling out, you know, I got to do what I'm called to do first. So, you know, I love that mission, but I will tell you that, you know, when you're put in situations like whether it be going to the hospital, adjust someone, or when I go do a dinner, you know, so Monday night, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted after the whole day, I'm going to do a dinner. And in that 27 minutes, talking to those people, you know, just tell them the truth of the principle. And when I leave that dinner, it's like I'm on a whole new level. I'm vibrating, Dr. Friend, on a totally different level. And every time I leave, I'm like, I absolutely love what I was called to do. I, there's, there's nothing else I would want to do. So when I'm, when I'm working or serving in, in what we do, that's when I experience the highest state of joy and accomplishment and peace. And when I'm not in that realm of chiropractic or doing our sole purpose you know, let's let's say I get into materialistic things, or you know, even not not working. Um, I I have a a, a a a dull roar of anxiety or depression because I love doing. You know, I I love like when I'm in when I'm on the mission, or so to say, or having that vision. I'm working with people that uh, you know, there's that sense of joy and, and, and accomplishment of doing our, our what we were called to do. That really I I, I can't. I can't share. I don't know what else gives me that high, you know? Now, uh, Chris, how, how can, I mean, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Um, how can doctors, like, find out more, that type of thing? Um, you know, for me personally, you know, just uh, how I can help them or yeah. just in general? Well, in, oh. in general, like, if someone wants to, you know, find out about more about what they do, do they just call you up, uh, swing by your clinic? Yeah. What, what do they do? Yeah, it's on a more personal basis. You know, you could Facebook me. It's, it's under Dr. Zano. Or you could email me at Dr. C. Zano. So it's D-R-C as in Chris. Zano, Z as in Zebra, A-I, and as in Nancy, O, at AOL.com. And email me that you want information on the Zano experience. And I'll send you the, the information on that. But other things I could tell what they could do right now, the fact that Recovery United, you guys got podcasts. Every single person needs to download every single podcast. I guarantee you, if you listen to the one we just went over right now, if you and if you put this in your car or listen on and you listen to it daily, I guarantee your practice, your your whole life will change because we're you're going to get inspired. You're going to start, you know, you're going to think at a higher level. And just 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 even if we just this this one alone, it would change everything. So that's why I mean I would I mean this is a you don't understand the gold here. Just download these things, listen, put it in your car, put it on CDs, whatever you need to do, and listen to it every single day, one, one of them a day or, or thir- 10 minutes of one. And I'm telling you, it's, that's probably one of the most important things I do to train daily. And as far as mind shift-wise, a lot of people, Joe, they'll come and they, they just they hear what I do or, they hear what, or hear I'm speaking, and they, they, they hear it or they might read about it. But when you come and see it for yourself, Something very uh, that experience, something very unique happens when you get to see it and you're in it and it's surrounding you. What's going to happen is you're going to sit there, you're going to say, 
you know what? I could do this. Yeah. You know, that, like, yeah, I, I, I see how it's done. Okay, I could do this. So the, you're not coming to see this fantastic, you know, circus Las Vegas show. You're going to come to my office and you're going to say, holy cow. You know, this guy's a normal guy, and I could do this. There's nothing superstar because you know when I speak on stage, people think like, oh, everything. But listen, like I, you know, you'll see, I'm very, I'm a super normal guy, and then you could do it. And when, once that person could see and feel that, hey, I could do this, man, it just lifts the ceiling of their of their uh, limitations. Yeah, I, and, and I, I recommend anybody with the ability to get out and you know share an experience with, if not you, Chris, somebody out there. That is doing what you want to do. I mean, I remember back when I was a student, you know, and I had been in a lot of chiropractors' offices, but we went up to see uh, Dr. Dwight DeGeorge in practice up in, in uh, Saugus, Massachusetts. And, you know, it was quite an eye-opener to see you, how well uh, patients responded to care. I mean, just, but hundreds of patients, and he saw more people in an hour than my doctor that I, I, I trained under uh, or I went to school with, uh, or sh- excuse me, who got me to go to school, saw him pretty much a week. And just the level of energy was completely different. I mean, it was just a whole nother realm. Like you talk about vibration, it was a whole nother world. And so I, I think that's an awesome opportunity and uh, that, that you offer to people like that. That's great. And, and yeah, and you, and you could only go through it once. That's all you're allowed to go to. Like, so, you know, I only take three doctors at a time. I do it once a month or twice a month. And you have what's a one-shot deal, not because I don't want to see you again, but you know, my job is over after that one time. And yeah. if you want to advance, then, you know, talk to Dr. Fred. Yeah. You know, go to CBP. Like, see, the thing is, I'm not coaching you. I'm showing you what can be possible, and I'll, I'll, I'll be your guide. I love, I, that's, what, that's what I am. I'm a guide of people. I, I'm a thought leader, and I'll, I'll lead you to the, the sources that will make you better. And so if I, and that's, that's what I want to do. So. Well, that, I mean, that's a great opportunity because most people never can imagine – until they, they step in your office. I, and I can only imagine, I can't wait till uh, I'm in the area so I can come by and stop and see it myself. Because I've just seen videos. <laughs> yeah. A whole nother so world. So moving, moving on here, Chris. Um, so we kind of, you know, we went through your origin. Here's where you're at. You're, you're creating this experience. You're, you uh, have the concept of thought leadership. Now, what's your vision for the future? I, I know you're a very well-connected man. You know you're a spiritual being. I know you have visions and goals. What do you see coming up and in the future? What's your What's your vision? You know, I'm kind of I kind of have that braveheart vision, more to speak. You know, some people are out they want to change the healthcare system as far as hospitals turn over their their keys to chiropractors. I don't think I'm going to see that in my lifetime or my son's lifetime. So I'm kind of the Braveheart guy. I'm, I'm, I'm out there. We need to get the word out and educate the masses and the public so they, could, they can make an educated choice and decision on what their health is. So we need to lead people into our offices, whether it be big events or you know coming together and spending some big bucks and getting the message out to people and flooding offices. The whole goal is we cannot, we cannot save the world. And I apologize if I use the term saving the world. Uh, that's always like the big goal, but the thing is, if we we can't even save our town, we're not even saving our towns or our cities. Or like Dr. Joe said, we're not even saving 25 mile radiuses, yeah. let alone a world. Okay, so we gotta we gotta unite this whole thing. The segregation of chiropractic or this technique is better than this technique, and all this stuff. And you know, we have our preferences that you know I believe I love corrective care, but just as chiropractic is a profession, you know, we need to put our egos to the side and be able to join and unite. Thus, the name of this podcast, Absolutely. and really move forward. 
Because yeah. if we're going to go and we're going to start throwing stones at each other, we're not, you know, that's exactly why we're not going to go anywhere. So if we could just, you know, if we could agree on national border things and, you know, just be able to just agree that we could move forward as a profession. And, and I love this alliance that we have here. You know, we could all help. It's win-win for everybody. Yeah. And, and really focus on people and, and really helping people, not, not helping uh, our egos. Yeah. And uh, that, that's why. And so now, now I don't feel so depressed anymore, the fact that, you know, I can't be caged anymore. I, I need to be able to bring value to other chiropractors and other even, even systems out there trying to help chiropractors to help uh, the profession. And that's the way I can help the profession. But if we don't educate the people, truly educate people, communicate with people, and help change that mindset of theirs, it's not getting any better. It's just getting worse. You know, when, when, Joe, you know, when we all grew up on this line right now, who we were talking, you know, organic food. My mom's like, it was every, all food was organic. Yeah. You know, I mean, just like, you know, now they term it some special term. It's like, it is getting worse. We have the sickest kids in the world. Yeah. Dr. Fred, I love your pediatric spine, you know, talk that you do. I mean, we have the sickest kids in the world. So I, I'm, I'm out for the parents just so we could save these kids. So these kids could grow up with a principle and, and a way of thinking, you know, that, so we're, we want to teach people how to think, not what to think. Absolutely. And uh, that's 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 the legacy we could leave on this planet in the in the short time we have here. You know, when I when I die, when I win my race and I and I move on, you know, I want to make sure that people's lives were changed because I wasn't watering it down. I wasn't socially awkward feeling. I knew that my purpose is was much bigger than any objection someone could have in uh, getting well. So, well, I think you really hit it too. You know, as, as you're talking, so many things go through my mind. And, um, you know, especially, you know, Joe working with CBP and elite with so much with corrective care doctors, you said one thing that really hit the nail on the head, Chris, and that is people having a principle. You know, that's why the freaking drug companies can sell drugs is people don't have a truth. They don't know for a truth. So they seek it in something outside themselves. And that, I think, is really the theme of what you're talking about. And, you know, even corrective care doctors, you think the principle is correcting their spine, but it's not. The principle of chiropractic is a law. It's a universal law. It is the alpha. It is the omega. Principles never change. It's the fact that we got a body that lives on energy and we have a spirit and the chiropractic is a connection between the physical and the spiritual and the rest of the universe. That's the big idea that BJ's talking about. And the happiest doctors... The most fulfilled doctors are exactly what you're talking about. They don't see competition and separation. They see unity. And they have a principle and a truth that is the foundation from that which they talk. And they live it with passion in every cell of their body. And the ability to not care or judge what's awkward or what's proper or what's acceptable. But any zealot, anybody that changed the world was not necessarily liked by everyone, yet he was loved by my more than he was disliked by the few. Yep. And, uh, you know, when we get past ourselves and we're willing to express that truth, that's why you do what you do, Chris, in practice, and that's why we all do what we do, because we're not afraid to tell the truth, and we're not afraid to live by that truth. And your, and your whole Zeno experience is just showing that there's no incongruency, that you have a truth and it's in every aspect of your life. And that's why you do what you do. You don't, I mean, yeah, you have discipline habits, 
But with those habits and that truth, everything that you're doing in the physical plane is almost effortless. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you agree? Yeah. And I'm all, like I talked to you earlier, I'm always searching for the incongruencies in my life. So, you know, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say something and just say it because it sounds good. I want to say it because I mean it because my innate speaking there to their innate. And so when that person, if, if that's not congruent, if they're not feeling, you know, they'll read through me. I always used to say this, what people don't see, they know. Yeah. You know, so if I'm saying one thing and they don't, it doesn't matter what they see, they know deep down there's something, there's something off. They sense it. They're, they're, their innate's telling them as well. So what people don't see, they know. So I, I, I kind of, maybe that's a motivating factor. You know, when I'm out of the office, I, you know, I, I have it where, you know, the reason why I eat a certain way six days a week is because, you know what, I tell people to eat a certain way. You know, like I got to be, if I'm going to be the leader, they need to know that I'm, I'm doing my home rehab. I'm laying, I'm laying on the floor 20 minutes a day doing my home rehab. I'm doing what it needs to take because if I, if I, why, how come you, I'll tell you right now, if you're on the line, if your patients are not doing their home spinal rehab, it's because you're not doing it. Yep. And then you ask them to do it and then you wonder why they don't do it. How about this? Don't say, just keep on doing what you're doing. Start doing your home spinal rehab the way you're supposed to and watch your results in your office go up because now you're congruent. Yeah. I remember when I was uh, in the full swing of things. I would always be doing my traction, like right before my afternoon shift would start, and people would start be walking in. They they would be like, "Wow, Doctor Joe gets care too. You need chiropractic care." <laughs> and, and I would sit back and just say, "Well, I got a spine, right? You know." And it, you know, it's they absolutely need to know that you do it and you need it too. I mean, who needs more chiropractic care than chiropractors bend over all day long? You know. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And Dr. Fred and Dr. Joe, and what I want to touch, because I, I just kind of sense this, there might be a chiropractor listening on the line saying, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not all into this. You know, I, I believe in the mission to a point, but, you know, this is like I got a family, you know, I want to see what I get. Like, is, but like you feel like this This is your, your uh, self-sacrificing yourself or your mar- there's no martyring here. Yep. So it's true freedom, like, let me tell you, material money for me is a byproduct of services rendered. That's going to come. You know, there's not. That's not my guy. That's that. That comes abundantly because I, I'm focused on serving people and telling the truth. And you know, materialistically, I've, I've attained everything I ever wanted in my life. So it's not like I'm uh, I'm living I'm living this martyr. You know, this this legalistic martyred life. You know, I, listen, I am, I mean, it is, it, it, it comes with everything. It really, you know, because my focus is on serving and telling right. the truth. Right. And you know what I wanted to add to that, Chris, too, is that people, they view it, they view going to the office as it's work. And when it becomes work, there's, there's a problem because I know with what I'm doing now with traveling every week with uh, CBP and Fred and, and the software company helping uh, corrective care doctors and all it's, you know, my, my own dad would say to me, well, don't you ever take a break? I'm my happiest when I have my family around me, when I'm doing something 18 hours a day. I love doing this. I, I, you know, it's not work. It's fun. I love it. And I think people need to reevaluate their lives when if they don't feel like uh, they're doing something that they love, they, they need to look at it as this is the greatest profession in the world. And it's not work. It should be fun saving lives, so to speak. And, uh, you know, the hours, it's, it's not work. Just like people look back and they must look at you and say, wow, that many people, they, he must be open, you know, 20 hours a day, you know, seven days a week. 
But, you know, as far as it's, it's time management doing a purpose, and if you have a good purpose, like Dr. Fred would say, it drives everything else. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, some, and even Dr. Joe and Dr. Fred, yeah, the sad reality is there's some chiropractors out there, they're in it for the wrong reason. So if they feel like they're working and they don't find a love for it, maybe they need to find something else to do and, and allow us, you know, and kind of clean, clean it up a little bit so, you know, the, the, the chosen ones can do it, you know. Yep. I agree. Well, that's what we always say, you know. It's a we always say chiropractic is a calling, and then I say calling is very dangerous because many are called, few are chosen. So if you're on this podcast, you're chosen. When you know what it is is many are called. And we talked about this in Chicago. Everyone is worthy, but is everyone willing? Yeah. And that's the difference. Everyone is worthy. That's why they're called. But who's willing, that's the chosen. Yeah. And so that's a choice we make. But I'll tell you, if you got DC behind your name, you know, what is your willingness? And like what Chris said, I think it's so important because up to now, you know, and this is one thing about Elite that I feel very strong about. Chiropractic has always been a work hard system. That's not that's not the law of spiritual success. There's a difference between worldly success, that's work hard, and spiritual success is love what you do, be happy. You know, family truly is number one. You can have a massively successful practice, help thousands of people, affect generations, and still have quality time and clock time with your family. If you're not doing that and you're in a work hard system, then get in a coaching group that believes that spiritual success is true happiness. Mm -hmm. But you can fulfill your leadership role in chiropractic and still have quality in every area of your life. And that's exactly what you're leading, Chris. And that's your, you know, part of the thought leadership principle, I believe. Absolutely. You hit it on the head. Wow. So... Well, Dr. Fred, Dr. Chris, uh, any, uh, I know we're getting a little bit long here, uh, at, and uh, any last uh, remarks to leave the, the doctors listening or the students listening? Or actually, we found out at, at some of the seminars, we actually have patients and prospective chiropractic uh, students listening to our podcast. So any words of wisdom, guys, for anybody that's listening? Go ahead, Chris. Like for that prospective student that you know, stumbled upon our podcast and is wondering what's this chiropractic about? Are we, you know, anything you want to tell them about any of this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be coachable, you know, always be, always be learning, have a vision, a very clear vision and don't live on, you know, don't live under, underneath someone else's vision. Be very clear on the vision that you want. And, uh, and most importantly, you just be congruent in what you do and, uh, and, and, and do that. But understand that that's a true, true freedom is not, um, you know, watering things down. True freedom is actually practicing, you know, the, the way you feel convicted to do it and telling the truth. And, you know, I, I pretty much said everything I had to say in, in the call, you know, so, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's the greatest thing in the world. That's what it is. Wow. Great. That's all I have to say. Well, and I would say too, Chris, I mean, I love what you're saying about vision and, you know, um, know that we're all spiritual beings, that you have a divine vision you have a calling, you are chosen, and don't let anybody share with you anything that is against your vision. If you have the vision, then you've also been given the tools, 
and the path will be cut for you, for you to achieve it. And that vision may be so big that you don't know how or it may seem kind of scary. Don't listen to the thoughts in your own head that you can't do it because if it's been given to you, then the path has been cut. The right people, the right opportunities, stay diligent, repeat that vision, set goals, set action steps, and follow that dream because you've been given, you wouldn't have been given it if you couldn't do it. The next thing is as far as mechanics, go to the elite seminars, go to see and learn how to communicate, learn how to be successful, learn the spiritual principles of success, go to CBP, learn how to fix the spine, go to new beginnings, you know, and, and be immersed in the philosophy because that is the truth regard, you know, I mean, we, we, we tend towards final corrective application, but that's what it is. It's application of a principle, be immersed and stay in that truth because that's, that's the relationship to your vision there. So well said, I guess that's about it. Well said. Well, I wanted to thank you, uh, Dr. Chris, for coming on board. And, uh, you know, you, you gave out your email address and your, your Facebook page is what, Dr. Zeno uh, yeah, on Facebook? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, do you have my a website? Um, yeah, you can go to chriszano.com. Okay. Chris Zeno, you know, C-H-R-I-S-Z-A-I-N-O.com. And that, uh, yeah, or my email, drczano at AOL.com. That's how you can contact me. Okay, wonderful. Cool. Well, thanks, you guys, for doing this. Uh, we apologize, those uh, that are loyal followers of our podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, I got to apologize. Uh, we'll get back on track. <laughs> yeah, it's well, part of it, I got to take the blame. Uh, I, you know, my life has been transitioned, so I've been hard to get a hold of lately. So uh, I'm uh, my life returns back to normal uh, up in uh, New Jersey here uh, shortly. So I will uh, be able to be on these podcasts more. Since I'm the, the tech guy recording them, I have to be part of it, I guess. Right, Fred? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. All, All right, guys. you guys. Thanks for a great time, Chris. Thanks for uh, coming out with us on Chiropractic United. God bless you guys. I appreciate it. All right. All right God take care. Bye-bye. Take care.